Hello, and welcome to the We Watch Everything Anime Show. I'm Daniel. I'm Aaron. And this week, we went and saw the uh, 15th anniversary re-release of Studio Ghibli's Spirited Away. Which is uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, it's, it's the reason why I won an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, and we, we actually got to see it. We watched it in Japanese. Yeah, with, subbed, uh, subtitles. subbed yeah. the very first time I've ever seen it subbed. Yeah, same. I mean, I own it. I could have put it in sub, but I just never never done it. Right. This is the first time. So it was a different experience, too. Um, I don't feel like it really took away from anything. Yeah, it, it it was strange because it's one of the very first times I've seen, me personally, in anime, that the voices in the sub version and the dub version are very similar for yeah. almost every character besides maybe Haku. Yeah, ha- I felt Haku was a little more feminine in the Japanese. I mean, that's how they, I mean, I I didn't look up the voice actor, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. But, um, I mean, younger, younger boys tend to be voiced by females, right. men over there. So, um... So he yeah he was a little bit more feminine, but it didn't really do anything to the character. Her, no, not really. Um, I was just amazed at how much like Yubaba sounded <laughs> like the American version. I mean, I could be insane. It's been a while since I've seen the dubbed version, but when I was listening to it, I was right. like, like no, this is exactly it. But they they portrayed the character in a way that didn't like affect it. Like no one had like a ridiculous voice. Yeah, no, no one was like felt way off character or anything. No. Um. Especially, uh, yeah, in Japanese. There were a couple differences in there, um, where, like, Yubaba was a little bit scarier in the subbed. Like, she blatantly is like, I'll kill you. Yeah, I mean, that's obvious, probably, like, trend translations, like, where they alter the translations. It was also brought over here through Disney. Yeah. And I doubt Disney was cool with, like, a giant-headed witch lady being like, I'm gonna murder you, little girl. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. That's, we see that kind of censorship all the time, though, so. Yeah, it's better than the lunchbox. Yeah. Never go lunchboxes. Never a good thing. Um, but but all in all, it was a, it was a fantastic experience. Afterwards, we got to see like the the U.S. premiere of uh, Ghibli's Two, which yeah. is like a set of four shorts. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, um, what I was surprised was how sold out the theater was. Yeah, it was nuts. I know that it got its it got its third release, like a, a third day. Because I was selling out. Yeah. I didn't think where we live, it would sell out. I mean, we don't tend to have that many. Yeah, but you know what? When it's I, not obvious, the amount of like anime fans. When I went and seen Battle of Gods and Resurrection F, that happened the same thing. We actually showed up to the, it was like a 7 o'clock show of uh, Battle of Gods, and they were like, oh, we're sold out. But we added extra shows. I was like, oh, okay. And we just went to a later show. But And, and that one was sold out, too, by the time like we actually got in the theater. And... I mean, I think they just underestimate the anime audience in America. Yeah, I, I apparently do too. Like I said, <laughs> where we live in Michigan, it doesn't really seem like there's that many anime fans. I mean, I know we They're have like though. we have Yomacon, which is a huge anime convention up here that does really, really good for itself. Um, and then like with Dragon Ball Z, because I remember talking about that. Dragon Ball Z isn't; it's a different type of thing than just anime. Um, I know Spirited Away, Ghibli stuff can be considered that way, but like when we were growing up, it was the most popular thing. Um, that and Pokemon, most people don't even look at those as like anime. There's yeah. people out there who watch Dragon Ball Z, but they watch saw me watching like Two Love Rude, they'd be like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" Right, exactly. Or saw me watching Naruto, they'd be like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" Yeah, but DBZ is shows, its own yeah. thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, especially for a sub division. Yeah, there was only like three seats open in our theater. I mean, mind you, it wasn't the biggest theater in the world, but that was a no. couple hundred seat theater. Well, like, and even like then, the, I think the uh, concessionist we talked to said that it, they had sold out some of their previous showings. Yeah, the dubbed the day before. So, 
I mean, I'm not that surprised, but it is. It's actually it's nice to see because that means yeah. we're gonna get more and more. It, to be honest, even when I went and seen uh, the Psychopaths movie, I mean, it, that was definitely a much more fringe mm-hmm. movie, and you know, I don't think it was advertised as well, and it was at a much smaller theater, and I mean, even that was like they sold probably sixty percent of their theater. Again, a smaller theater, but. I mean, it was a psychopath movie, yeah. you know. I wouldn't have expected even that much. I expected it to be like one of five people in the theater. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't actually, in honesty, have any experience with that. I haven't really seen many like anime films in theaters. It's been like the last two years; they've just been coming out like crazy. Yeah, I, and it was like in that span that I wasn't really watching anime too much. Um, yeah, but you know, it's just been they. I hope they they keep doing it. I what was it the uh, the bear and the boy? What was it called? Be honest, I just it was just. But then like, when that today. came out, I was uh, I was upset that I couldn't go and see that. Oh, I did. Th- I thought you did see it. No, I I really I was planning to, and then like work came up or something. Because mm. well, because only had a limited release here, but that I mean that was they just been coming out like. Left and right. And because Spirit Away is doing so good, we're getting um, Princess Mononoke released yeah, which next is, month in January. I'm really excited um, for that one. <laughs> it's releasing January 5th. It'll be the same day of its 20th anniversary and apparently Hayao Miyazaki's 76th birthday. Um, and we're getting it on two days, but chances are that's going to go up. Um, yeah, it's it, the same thing will probably so, happen to Spirited Away. If you don't know and you're listening, January 5th will be the subbed. January 9th will be the dubbed. Again, we're probably going to get a second dubbed in there. Um, yeah. Most likely we're going to be going to see it subbed, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because um, I've seen it dubbed a lot. I'd like to see it. In yeah, I was, I was thinking the same thing. I'm probably just legit to, to make it feel a little more like a uh, newer release to us. Yeah. I mean, I watched it again and again and again. Um, yeah. It's the, both of our favorites. Yeah, I've probably Julie watched films. that one like... I've definitely watched that one one too many times. I mean, to be fair, as far as like Studio Ghibli goes and Miyazaki goes, this one's probably Mononoke is probably more action packed. Yeah, which most of the stuff. I mean, you have like Howl's Moving Castle, which is a little bit action fantasy, but uh, Mononoke was like you know, it was right in our wheelhouse. There's a lot of yes. bows and arrows and giant animals eating each other. Mm-hmm. It really works for us. Um, it definitely made uh, some D and D characters based on Groucho <laughs> Talk. <laughs> But that doesn't take any way, anything away from Spirited Away. Um, no. It released in 2001. I saw it, I believe, in 2002 when it, when, like, when it hit dubbed it on you know, the local uh, family video. Um, yeah, that's probably around the same time I saw it. And it impacted the hell out of me back then. I remember at the movie end, I just didn't feel right for like days. I was like, oh, she's never going to get to see them again. And like everything kind of ended very bittersweet to me. Um, watching it again, obviously, I don't have the exact same feelings mm. um you know i always hope that in my mind there's a sequel where she goes back at some point in time i know like the, <laughs> like i want spurted away too he'll never do it though. no definitely. miyazaki's never gonna go for it plus um, it probably just wouldn't be as good probably as yeah what would they do really she can go back and she can kill you baba and <laughs> overthrow right. her throne and run the bathhouse yeah <laughs> um so yeah and then like i mentioned earlier 2003 it won it's the oscar for best animated feature um which I think at the time, wasn't it the first anime film, Japanese anime film, that won an Oscar? Maybe. I'm at least for Best Animated. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I think it should have won Best Picture that year, to be honest with you. I flipping love this movie. Yeah, I don't even know what it was up against, but I didn't animated movies are always in their own category. So. Um, and, you know, so it, it's... There's just so many good things about it. And there's something that you mentioned as we left the, the theater 
that you didn't really remember is the music. The score, yeah. especially when you see it in theaters, which, I mean, obviously it's too late, but I really hope everybody who wanted to see it saw it again in theaters. Mm-hmm. But that score is fantastic. Yeah, I love the beginning, just that piano play. I like all of it. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, I normally, if it's, to me, if it's a good score, I don't notice it. It just adds everything. Because I don't tend to sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to pick apart this part of that movie, that part of the movie. I try to experience it as a whole. And if it's a bad score, I normally notice it. Yeah, but I remember I've listened to the soundtrack on, like, Pandora and other sites and stuff. And so, like, it stands out. It stood out to me because I really like that kind of music. That's, like, mostly what I listen to nowadays. So, I guess, like, so I was, like, I was definitely listening for it this time around because... It's not like the first time I've ever seen the movie. I don't need to pay attention to the story as much as everything else. Yeah. No, like so I'm not like I I noticed it this time because I was listening for it. Um, I've I actually own the soundtrack too. I used I had it on CD, and I know most of the songs CDs. in it. I know I'm so old. CDs and VHSs get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just like I said, all in all, to me, what makes that a, a, a good everything is when things blend seamlessly, and I feel like that mm-hmm. does in this movie. Oh yeah, the music just pushes that emotion so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it was composed by I'm gonna try to get the name right here, uh, Joe Hisaishi, I believe his name is pronounced. Yeah. Um, who's done almost, uh, pretty much every one of Miyazaki's films. Uh, sans like his his first directorial like live act or not live yeah. action, but. His John Williams Full, to uh, Steven Spielberg there. There's a lot. When I was looking up on Wikipedia, there was a lot of people who were, like, bringing that up. And yeah. it, it is very similar. You know, he did Mononoke. He did Tortoro. He did Kiki's um, Flying Delivery Service. He did Halloween Castle. Right. Um, Spirited Away, obviously, is what we're talking about. And it is just so good in every scene. Did he do Mononoke? He did Mononoke. Yeah, yeah so like, that one, that's another one I love. Yeah, the only one he didn't do, from what I, whatever I could find online, was the castle of... Bagliostro? Cagliostro looks about right yeah. um yeah I have notes um professional show notes um yeah that's like the only one I believe that was Miyazaki's like first actual like feature length directing debut mm-hmm. um and then Spirited Away being his ninth and it being like the eleventh film overall mm-hmm. in, in Ghibli's repertoire because I mean, believe it or not there's movies he doesn't direct there's people yeah. out there I know who are like what is Stuart Ghibli isn't it just him doesn't he just do everything? I'm he's like, just the only one there. Yeah. I mean, he he does. From, from what I understand, he goes back and he fixes every flaw in everyone's drawings for every single yeah yeah he's, cell, which is like thousands upon thousands of pieces of paper. Yeah, he does everything, man. He does the storyboards. He does the plot. He does the directing. He um, helps with all the animation processes. I learned something interesting when I was doing some research on this the past couple of days. But um, and I, I remember knowing this before. But he doesn't script most of his films. Most of his films don't start getting that process in until they're almost like completed really he you know he gets the plot roughed out but then he just starts with the storyboards man he starts yeah i mean i guess as a artist in that medium you could probably do that especially if you're the boss you know yeah it's a very different workflow yeah over there compared to here because they don't make they don't tend to for a lot like Stu ghibli in particular don't tend to make movies targeted towards winning awards or targeted towards making money they just make what they want to make miyazaki makes movies that he loves mm-hmm. and that's one thing that i'll i'll say a bajillion times here um you really feel that when somebody makes something that they're truly passionate of and they truly feel for and like you know there's scenes in here that you can tell that he probably was like crying while doing right because it's just it's so emotionally powerful um that's what makes these movies as special as they are um and then you know Definitely. you have the team behind these things dude right yeah, um, nuts. you know, like we, we mentioned the composer, the animators yeah. are all of this world. 
definitely it's just you can definitely tell he puts the extra effort yes. and because yeah, he definitely. is so successful it's not like he's being bothered by like the production companies or, well, he is the production company but you know like he's not being he doesn't have like you know someone else on top of him who's paying the bills like bugging him they're like we trust you you can do what you want mm-hmm. and that's what he does and that's the funny thing when you come over here and look at us like we had so many studios begging to get Ghibli products, their, their their films over here, and to to put them in America because they love them so much. And it's, they don't realize the irony is because these films take a long time to make, and a lot of heart goes into these films. They're not just cranking them out every flipping year, right. and that's where we get some issues with with a lot of our films, especially franchise films. Um, yep. You know, like that's what I'm afraid is going to happen with the Power Ranger movie coming out. It's just yeah. going to be like a heartless mess. It's just going to be like, you guys wanted a movie, here's a movie, and they don't they don't tend to do that. Again, I'm generalizing here, but talking about Studio Ghibli in particular, they right. put out movies when they want to put out movies, Definitely. and they do it. They just every movie I've seen of theirs, and I think I've seen all of them. I think there's a couple I'm missing. Yeah, I've only seen. I mean, I've maybe seen like half. I know I've seen every Miyazaki film besides The Wind Rises. I think is that what it's called? Yeah, I'm not uh, as big into a lot of the movies as I am more of the TV shows because usually you have to sit down a little longer. A lot of the movies are just movies for, for the TV shows. Yeah, a lot of them are, but you know, usually, well, if I invest into the TV show, I invest but, in the movie, but you know, mostly, it, especially nowadays, like, I'm a lot more current, so anything new that's coming out from this point forward, I do tend to yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, I wanted to be an animator, and I wanted to be a director and work on film, and then you look over to, like, the pinnacle of animated films being Ghibli. So I watched, watched, again, I think I've seen every one of his movies, Miyazaki's films, besides The Wind Rises, his newest one, um, 2013, I believe. Um, I never saw that one. But, you know, just going and talking about, like, the group that's behind these, and I I looked them up, and I was going to just mention a lot of names, because I want to make sure these people get a little bit of credit, but there's a lot of background artists and animators on this, and in particular, in Geely Films themselves, everyone, but in Spirited Away in particular, there's something really special about the background work. Um, I know that they're all hand-painted. They don't, like, they don't spare any, like, artistic integrity, and that background... Those things are crazy. I know there's times I watch them like that's that background was only on there for like 13 seconds and it probably took them like 30 hours to do. I know like, this is nuts, but it, it's just it's hyper realistic to a degree, but it mm-hmm. still manages to have such a such a fantastical feel to it. Everything you're re- it's it's like you're spirited away as you're inside like a child's book. Yeah. Every aspect of it from like a lot of the bubbly animation, which is the majority of how Miyazaki films go. A lot of the the animation looks the same, mm-hmm. but like man, it just fits right in there. Yeah. In, it, mostly in like Mononoke, I remember. Because probably when I've seen the most, some of the backgrounds. And it's just like, it's when you, that, you, those moments can take you out just as much as like, like take you out of like your, your seat, like metaphysically. Yeah. And in the same way, like an action scene can feel like an adrenaline rush for you, even mm-hmm. though, you know, you're just watching it, you know, or like a very dramatic scene can yeah. make you feel a certain emotion. The you, It's just a picture moving across the screen, but it's highly impactful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, most of this movie, when you look at it, is actually hand-draw cell animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I mean, this is, they were tooling around still from Mononoke to this using CG, but I mean, most thing, most of your anime films have a lot of that hand-drawn stuff. And when you just think about the time that went into this, and especially since, I'm not sure if you knew this, the movie was initially, the original time run they were looking at was over three hours. Miyazaki <laughs> said the hardest thing he had to do with this film was cut back scenes. He yeah. had a bunch of scenes he had to cut out. 
Yeah, Could you sure. imagine a four-hour animated film? How much time goes in these? Years and years and years. <laughs> yeah, that's... It, I mean, that could be, like, almost three movies in I mean, one. he's been working on uh, his newest film, uh, Borrow the Caterpillar, the short, supposed to be coming out um, sometime next year, right? 2017 spring. Mm-hmm. And he's been working on that since Mononoke. 20 years. He's been putting in work on that. Which, I mean, I doubt he's been, like, full-time working on it, obviously, but... No, it's probably just more story. But, just, but that's the thing. Like, these things don't just happen. They're not like, let's make a movie. A year later, they have a movie. Right. They put a lot of effort and work into these Studio Ghibli stuff. And, again, while we're, you know, we're talking more about Spirit Away here, it is just so abundantly obvious with every single scene in this movie. Um, You know, when you're, like, so... When you're in, like, kind of, like, like the restaurant area outside the bath house, like, that kind of carnival-like area... Mm-hmm. To, like you just see all those buildings back there and every single one of their details is crisp. Right. They never go, well, this one's kind of on the back corner. No one's going to notice that. We can just right. kind of, we can skimp on this. No, it's just like everything is just amazingly well done. Yep. When yeah. you, like most animation, you go into, for instance, when he goes, she goes, looks at the pigs to look for her parents. The pigs in the very back have the same details as the pigs in the front. Right. And normally yeah. those are just Which is like masses. corners that you see cut in a lot of American work. Yeah. And where he's, Miyazaki's just, again, that perfectionist who cannot let a detail like that go. Every single, from corner to corner, has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's, and it shows, I mean, you know, you don't get nominated for many awards. You don't win awards, especially being from a foreign country, and not have that level of perfection. I know, and he doesn't even, like, these Ghibli films get nominated Best Animated Picture, not Best Foreign Film. Yeah, exactly. Like, he gets nominated every year Miyazaki makes the film now. He gets nominated for an Oscar. Right. Um, and, and he completely deserves it. His whole team does. Again, a lot of people talk about... And, and this one thing that always bothered me when I was going to the film school. People like to be like, well, Steven Spielberg is amazing. But no one talks about the people behind the scenes. And just to think about the sheer amount of work all these people had to put in. And I mean, and, you know, and earlier this year, one of like the head colorists, like animators for uh, Spirited Away ended up dying. Uh, she was 77. I mean, you know... I mean, I mean, she's old, probably overworked herself because, you know, that's what it's like working on these things. Yeah. And, you know, you see stuff like that and it's just so sad because you see the amount of work that they put in and what, like, they made and spirited away and then you're like, well, that's... Just because one part of that's Japan, like, they don't get paid very well. <laughs> they don't not, get not for the, Not for those jobs. To be fair, though, the cost of living over there compared to here is a big difference. Yeah. You can't live on minimum wage over here. No. That's true. Um, But you can't have a home and live off minimum wage over here um you live out of a van probably most likely you can live on the streets go buy food um i mean you could but it's the differences are huge yet Um, oh i'm yawning doing this late at night tired um so yeah while we're you know i know i'm I'm kidding like point to point here but there's just so much i want to talk about yeah, no, so I have to try to get to you go <laughs> <laughs> in here. So you know, and this this film has possibly well, well overall every character is fantastic, um, even down to Bo the baby, barely in it. But when he's like the, when he's a hamster, yeah, it's I would say he's a ha- he looks like a hamster. He's like a ham taro. I think it's supposed to be a mouse. Probably it's just a really mouse. fat, bubbly mouse. But he looks like a hamster. <sighs> And, you know, so, like I said, so then you have, like, Yababa, who's, like, a villain that... There's, like, times where you're, like, not sure she's a villain. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean, she's probably, I guess, the antagonist. But, uh, I wouldn't say villain, you know. Yeah. She's, she's just part of what's in the way of the main character. I mean, the main character, hero, 
She screwed up. She's there. Yeah. And she well, just has fair, to go she see Bob. It was her dumb parents. Well, yeah. She didn't want to go in the tunnel. Right. Parents were like, food. That's true. She just stayed in the car. <laughs> but then I guess her parents never would have got out and she would have been stuck in that car. <laughs> that actually kind of brings me to a point real quick, too. So at the end of the movie, they go out there and they're like, wow, there's dust in the car. Like, they're going to get back to their home and be like, what happened? They just left all their shit on the doorstep. I like they never explained that. Absolutely. What, we all lost our jobs because we were gone for a week? I know. Like, it, it, it's kind of bothersome, but you just, whatever. You just accept it. It ends happily. We don't that, get to see them come like, home and realize. It's one thing that I admire about the uh, Japanese storytelling is, like, you know, you, you, actually, you see it in, like, old school Disney where, like, they put in a lot of, like, adult themes and adult details, like smoking and just, like, a little more grim. Real world. Yeah, l- a little more realistic, sure. And you, you this movie does that in a way that that's what makes it, like, as an adult, you can watch it and be thoroughly entertained. Like, not even think about it, how, like, childish something may or may not be. Yeah. And, again, it's it was that way when we were young. I mean, even back in, like, G.I. Joe and He-Man days, they weren't afraid to toss in a little bit of, like, adult stuff. Nowadays, it's like, no, we have to avoid all of that. We can make random, sexually explicit, like, jokes. Right. Like, snow job. But we can't, for some reason, have, like, death or actual Mm -hmm. romance or any adult theme. And I feel like that actually, like, affects things for kids nowadays. Right. (laughs) So, you know, and we're talking about the characters here, and I think that Chihiro is probably her Sen, depending on what time stamp in the film you're um, is possibly one of the greatest film heroines, like, of all time. Maybe. I mean, she's definitely... I mean, I mean, she's it's, hard like, to, it's hard to say, but... She's not, like, an exciting action hero. I'm not saying no. that. But I'm saying, like, you look at characters to, like, look up to, and she's, like, perfect for that age of girl. Because, or even guys, really. Like, so, to me, in in films, I, I like when they do bravery properly. What I mean by that is, it's like a famous quote by John Wayne, is, you know, being brave is being scared out of your boots, but saddling up anyway. And that's what she is in this entire film. Like, she's terrified out of her mind this entire film, but she knows she has to do what she has to do to save her family. And it's just, it, it's, it's so inspiring seeing that, especially written in a character like this. And they don't even try to draw attention to it. Like, if that happened over here in America right now, it would be like... Oh look, a strong female character, and it, it wasn't like that for her. It was just this is this character. Right. Her gender doesn't matter. None right. of that matters. This is just a strong character that everybody can look up to and love. It's like I said, it's just a character that I feel like not a lot of people mention because you you hear the talks all the time about right. like best movie heroine or best movie hero, and I mean you don't even hear like when when I talk to people about Miyazaki films, you hear a lot more about Howl and about um, Ashitaka or. Uh, Right. I mean, Son. like, people like Spirited Away, but they don't necessarily jump to Chihiro's my favorite character of all time or anything. Which, I mean, she's really well done, but I mean, yeah, she's not necessarily standout, but when you delve into her character, you understand that she's definitely very complex. Like, like you can tell, like, as much as I love Ashitaka, like, he's definitely a hero. Yeah. He, he, he's there to be the hero. I mean, he has journey. his struggles, but he's a hero. She does, you know, she has her own struggles too, but she's definitely, like, being tossed through the moment. Like, she's in the deep end. She's in the deepest deep end you can possibly jump into. And, you know, at some point she kind of just, like, freezes, and you're like, well, 
what would you do? You probably would do the same thing. You'd be like, how am I supposed to comprehend this? You know, like, fire-breathing witches and yeah. dragons and all sorts of stuff. I mean, she starts the film out being, like, a little girl who doesn't want to move from, like, her old school. Just right. happy she got a bouquet. And by the end of this movie, she's, like, defeated or saved, like, god river spirits and right. defeated a no-face and, you know, like, bested uh, an ancient sorceress. Right. So she just goes... And I guess, so I'm not going to say she's my favorite character. i just saying that I feel like people don't talk yeah, about her overall. enough and just kind of look into her character point by point. Obviously, being Mononoke is my favorite. I, I actually think Ashitaka is my favorite Jubilee character and then probably Howl. Um, but they speak yeah. to me a little bit more. Right. Um but, I mean, Chihiro Sun's definitely on that list for me. Especially after seeing this movie again. It's been a while since I saw it, and I was just really excited to get to see it again. Um, yeah, same. Actually, I probably haven't even seen it in longer than you have. Yeah, probably not. I think I watched it recently with my wife, like, well, within, like, two years. It's um, probably been a little while on that for me. Yeah, did you have anything else you want to bring up about it? Um, do you want to go over to just do a little bit of talking about that uh, Ghibli's 2? Yeah, we can talk about that, because that was the... In case you didn't hear it before, didn't know that's the uh, it was a short that they did at the end. It was the first time it's been released in America. In America yeah. Um, and it was just like a couple. Even though I said a short, it was like three four. or four shorts. I think it was four. compiled into one, like with one or two correlating characters, and it was just like different types of animation, different stories. I liked the first one a lot. It was very funny. Yeah, it, it had it was about like uh, the meeting like at some. Uh, ramen shop or like curry shop curry shop, curry shop and eating like just like some really really spicy stuff and it was i thought it was funny it was strong female character in it. yeah it definitely did and uh the animation know, it was gorgeous too for what it was yeah it, i mean it was definitely weird yeah like i don't know if i could watch like an entire show like from that. what i understand the whole point of the the, the that was well the ghibli's too or ghibli's too they said ghibli's too in the in theater but uh ghibli's too was from what I understood, it was supposed to be, um, you know, it's based on characters in like the Ghibli, uh, Ghibli, God, I'm, I'm running, my head, my head hurts, Ghibli Studios, um, and it was just ways for them to kind of touch on a bunch of different animation styles that they that they never done before. Yeah. Um, it was definitely different. <laughs> and each one of them was a different animation style. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we had four of them, so we had that one where it was, they go out to lunch and they eat the, the, the spicy curry and... The woman can handle like the, the, lava. the ten, which was legitimately lava. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like yeah. burning holes and tables, and it was hilarious. Yeah, um, the whole really audience was laughing and clapping. Um, two was you know so we had the second one, which was really cute, which is the one of the guys from the first one. He's on the train, and this attractive young lady falls asleep on his arm, and he ends up sitting in the train the entire night. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't want to wake her up, and it's it's really cute. Yeah. And what was weird about that is, like, everyone else was drawn pretty normal, but he was drawn, like... Yeah, he kept that, like, cartoony. He didn't have yeah, a face. Yeah, very cartoony. He was, yeah, he didn't have a face. It was just, like, a glasses. ball with, like, glasses. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was I think it was some sort of rotoscoping technique in there, how they did it. You could kind of tell with the, yeah. the motions and how, on, especially on the faces of the, mm-hmm. uh, well, like, the, I don't want to say well-drawn people, but the detailed people. Right. And then we move into the third one, which was my favorite... Which deals with the same character, that same faceless man without glasses, and it you know it starts with him at um, working, and like I think it was his niece was asking about like the first time he fell in love, right? And it's l- largely dialogue free, and it just kind of goes back a little bit through like the the very first girl he ever fell in love with, fr- through like elementary school all the way up until he stopped. It, it, it seems like they stopped talking in high school, 
does it look like? Maybe, middle school, yeah. maybe? Like, late middle school? And then it kind of ends with, you know, them running into each other again, similarly to how it happened before. And the animation in it was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, I Like, the entire time, I kind of had goosebumps. I don't know what it was about it, but I loved it. The animation, the story that was being tell- told with, like, no dialogue. I mean, just for a short, especially a short that was mostly just kind of put there to test this animation style. It was beautiful. So well done. Yeah, like, I don't know, I, I, I found it really weird. <laughs> like, I don't know if I would say it was, like, perfect or amazing, but it was definitely different. Would be my I, take. I thought it was cute. I appreciate romance sure. in these things. Like, cutesy the, the romance, romance was fine, you. just the actual animation was just weird to me. In the third one? In all of them, to be honest. The third one was more traditional. It just seemed more like it was done with crayons. Yeah. Like it had that type of style. Yeah, the, the fourth one was the one that was like was really weird. The, the fourth one... Like, I didn't even really understand. It was just like a guy leaving work. Yeah. Leaving like the studio leaves work. You see characters from the first... All the characters from the, the past three are in there as he's like leaving. But he's like a ghost guy and... It, I, again, it was like a way of testing animation but it was pretty much like what it would look like if your three-year-old animated something and put it on your fridge? Yeah, almost, sort of. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't really follow that one too well. It was strange. It was definitely on. Like, I, I think if I read into it and kind of understood where they were going with it, I would appreciate it more. Maybe. I mean, I think it was bad. I mean, the animation no. was weird, but it was smooth. Yeah. So you could tell that it was from a company that knows what the hell they're doing. Sure. But it was just, it was a weird style, all in all. Um, mm-hmm. it's something you would expect to see in like a Naruto episode where he's like planning something in his head <laughs> yeah. and it cuts to like his plan would just be all crude drawings so this is what it seemed like to me <laughs> yeah that one was different but you know it was good seeing him it was like 30 minutes yeah it was a lot longer than I thought it was gonna be in, in those shorts because they were like left. a short and then it was like four shorts a half our theater left I'm like you guys paid money to come here like this is the thing you haven't I, seen I think before. some of them didn't even know even though yeah. they tell you in the beginning before the movie starts but people don't pay attention yeah, they're probably on the half the people coming at the after all that stuff I know man there was a lot of people coming in when the movie started I'm like I why know. are you so damn late um because at first it was like there's nobody here I, hey I gotta start like a half hour early this time leave me alone um so so yeah, it, it was just interesting to be able to see something for the first time it ever aired in America. Well, obviously it's played before every part, oh, like a second show. But this first Dots, run it ever froze. aired um, and seeing it subbed was interesting, especially in a the theater with people who actually enjoyed it. I mean, there's a lot. Do you of know, was it was it dubbed in the dubbed version? No, it was, it was not dubbed. It was still subbed. No, my mom and uh, my sister and uh, their kids, uh, my niece and nephew went and stuff, and they left because they could didn't they, the kids read the, the kids couldn't read it. The, yeah, then, then it was pretty long, too. Like, so I know, I was freaking night. out when I first saw it. I'm like, oh, I thought it was all dubbed. And I was like, oh, no, the one we're seeing subbed. I'm like, I hope the one before it was dubbed. And I had to look it up. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Because yeah, there's no way a kid who can't read <laughs> sitting through like an hour or almost a two-hour long subtitled film. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty, good, but he, he's too young to... I mean, I could probably just listen to it in Japanese with subtitles and understand 90% of what they're saying. I've seen this movie so many times. Um, yeah. Um. So I guess we're going to move on to some general news or well before we else? get to those news tidbits let's just kind of give a little bit of self promo here about what's good where we're going to be starting oh, yeah, next we're, week yeah. okay um so this this past two shows we've been a little bit messy because we've been changing up a lot of all of our sites and stuff well me primarily you work more than i do um so you have a doctor's Excuse. note um so starting next week we're going to be doing two of these podcasts i know there's not a lot of you watching right now but we're gonna be doing two of these podcasts every week we're gonna be doing and i I think this is how we're gonna be doing it we're on tuesdays we're gonna be releasing the regular we watch everything anime show 
Um, this is just a show where we're going to be talking about topics, whatever we pretty much want to talk about and just discuss. Um, and talk, toss a little bit of news in there. Nothing major. There's better places for news. Um, I don't want to compete with them, but, you know, this is more of an opinion pieces. Right. And then every Thursday, we're going to be doing the We Watch Everything Anime Review Show, where we're going to be kind of reviewing um, a select amount of anime that came out that week. Uh, starting now, we're going to be doing, I believe as of right now, though, you know, things are ending soon. We're going to be doing Drifters. I think it's, is it third Drifters? Drifters. Or is it yeah. just Drifters? So Drifters, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Dragon Ball Super. Was there a fourth that we decided on um, that's airing right now? No, I don't think there's anything else airing right now, but... Do. Yeah, and these are obviously all going to be the uh, subbed as they're coming out in Japan. Um, we're not going to wait like three years for these things to get dubbed. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're going to be giving our opinions on those, reviewing them. There may be a little bit of news tossed in there and a little bit more discussiony. Um, there is a lot of new anime coming out beginning of next year. So, um, definitely, Iron Blood Orphans is ending within a couple weeks. Um, yep. depending, give or take, Drifters is ending in a couple weeks. Dragon Ball Super is never going to end. Um, <laughs> so, so you know we're also getting the English versions too. So yeah, that's so. coming out um, uh, next year. Something. Yeah, we're we're looking at Blue Exorcist season two. Yep. Um, I think you know we're supposed to be getting One Punch Man season two next next year. Hopefully, I believe. Um, there's also I think My Hero Academia yep. season two. Um, did we have? There was a couple other. There was a couple other shows. I have a list of to watch. Yeah, it's it, majority I mean, of my to watch is stuff coming out. Basically, anything that we can get our hands on. Yeah, we'll be reviewing movies and stuff when they when they stream yeah, and movies and um, stuff too and subs. We'll do got, what we have to to get a hold of these things. Yeah, and any pretty much anybody. <laughs> and you know, we don't know what everybody out there is watching currently. There's a lot going on. So if there's anything you guys want us to review, want us to watch, just let us know. The ghost in the show and, comments we have an email um which is uh w2e contact at gmail.com if that's what you have to do just let us know if we get enough requests for certain things we'll just we'll start adding them on it's a half hour yeah. show we can review especially me i have enough time to watch anything so. we may end up capping it eventually or having to do a, a, a separate show with different reviews or i mean if you guys want this to be you know the review should be an hour long we can do that um, definitely though, um, when we do put them up, if you watch it on YouTube, we're going to have everything, uh, time marked so you can skip from show to show. If you don't care about drifters or iron blood orphans, you can just skip to Dragon Ball Super. You should care about those. You should. They're <laughs> great. Especially <laughs> iron blood orphans as of right now. So, um, one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Especially, you know, lifelong Gundam fans like we are. You more than me, but. Alrighty, so. Do you want us to get into the news now? Um, Yeah. So get into some of these news tidbits. Uh, most of what we're going to be talking about this week is just release dates. Yeah, there's a just constant barrage of new release dates for key, oh, it's nuts. key uh, shows and movies. Yeah, big things. I'm not talking about everything here. but uh, So we did get to confirm the live-action Fullmetal Alchemist movie is going to be released December 2017 uh, with so the release date. About this time next year. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be fantastic. It's made by the same people who did the Kenshin ones. Yeah. With the release information for that, they did show uh, at, I think it was Tokyo Comic Con, uh, the costume for Rory Mustang, and it was, it looked great. It always looks good when Japan does these adaptations. They do spot on. Yep. Um, we also did recently get a con- confirmation that the live action in Gintama movie, or Gintama movie, Gintama, Gintama speak words, Daniel, live action Gintama movie is going to be released summer next year, 2017. And there were some character posters that were put up. I, I'll put links down below. Actually, yeah, like they actually had the full cast yep. revealed. It's, they look 
perfect. Yeah, they look spot on again. <laughs> again. When they do adaptations over there, they do adaptations over there. Yeah. They don't stray. No, um, they don't want washing. Uh, we also got a confirmation that um, Sword Art Online Ordinal Scale, uh, the, the latest movie, only movie, only movie, yeah. um, is going to be released in America three weeks after its release in Japan. So we're going to be getting cool. that. Definitely go and see that. March 9th. I'm probably going to see it multiple times. Because <laughs> we have to see it. Me and my wife want to go see it. Um, I have an unhealthy attraction to this anime. Hmm. Yeah, say what you will about me. Um, we did get the tr- second trailer out for it, and it, it looks good. If you want to watch it, I'll probably drop the link in the description And if you're on YouTube. Um, I'll try to put it in the podcast ones. Um, and then we got another big release announced this week, which is apparently officially, at least according to the 21st um, manga volume, the, like the wraparound jacket band for Attack on Titan. Season 2 is premiering April next year, 2017. And then sometime that summer, it's apparently getting a stage play. I don't know how they're going to do that, but they're just going to have kudos. like people sitting on each other's shoulders in a trench coat yeah. like oh i'm a titan um it's probably gonna be great we're gonna have to watch it i'll be like better than the anime. i haven't even seen the anime but I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch a stage play be like i know more than you i've seen them live on stage um so that's yeah that's big news um i know neither of us watch it uh we could if you guys requested enough but it's just something we never got into but i know like 70 I've seen, people i've seen the first couple episodes i've actually seen large portions of it and then i wikipedia it and just read the entire pop synopsis I've also written the first, like, 20 chapters of the manga. But, um, you know, so I have a bunch of friends who are super into it, and they're all like, yay, finally, because apparently it had, like, three scheduled release dates. That they were about, just like, I'm your only friend. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. I'm talking about the ones up here. Yeah. <sighs> they're just stuck in my head today. Um, and then there's some pretty amazing stuff going on right now with um, Makoto Shinkai's Your Name. Um, yeah, it's the big one. Yeah, it's doing crazy. It came out of nowhere. Uh, well, it didn't come out of nowhere. I just finally saw it popping up. Started following some more anime news stuff. Um, you know, and it is getting a U.S. Open, but it did. It December, did, yeah. Second to the eighth. It's already over. Because it's fighting for an Oscar. It already won the L.A. Film yeah. Critics Association it's Award. probably going to win. If it gets, if it gets the yeah. nomination, it's going to get... It's probably going to win Best Picture. Yeah, it beat out a Studio Ghibli, or Studio Ghibli film, uh, Red Turtle. It's produced by a bunch of different places, but uh, it's like a it's like a French, Japanese, yeah. Dutch release. But all all of all my sources <coughs> have pretty much said it's excellent. Yeah, everything, everything like amazing. I mean, it opened number one in China. It is currently the second highest grossing uh, grossing Japanese made film in Japan, just under a Spirited Away. I don't think it'll beat it. Probably not, especially because the the release for it in the United States is very limited. Well, in Japan alone, um, it has made $172 million, but it released in August, like, 26th. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Spirited Away made $297.6 million. These are American dollars. Yeah, it's, like, almost double. Um, so I don't think it'll reach Spirited Away, which it doesn't do anything against it. It's just doing amazing everywhere. Yeah. Every critic's so, talking I mean, even to be second is... And to open the way it is in Japan, in China, I mean. China and Japan don't have the best history together. Yeah. Um, and it's doing fantastic over there. It's doing good everywhere. Um, it is supposed to get a release. I, I couldn't find any dates, any like in stone dates, but it's supposed to get a wide release next year sometime. Yeah, I heard um, pretty early. I really, 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 really want to try and see it this year. Even if we have to drive down to Los Angeles, aka Extra Torrent, and <laughs> yeah. find it that way. Um, as soon as it releases in theaters up here, I'm there seeing this movie. Um, from what I yeah, saw, like, like the trailers Every, on and stuff, yeah, everyone says it's, really it's good. fucking gorgeous. So well done. Right. I mean, I get the basic plot. I don't want to do any spoilers here. If you guys want to know anything about it, look it up. It's uh, Madoko Shinkai directs Your Name. 
Um, a lot of websites make it seem like it, they just call it Shinkai's your name. So I was confused. <laughs> For the first like three days I was looking into this, I legitimately thought it was titled Shinkai's your name. Until somebody finally put your name in damn quotations. Um, but it looks fantastic. And there's a damn good chance it's going to win that Oscar. It's guaranteed to get a nomination, but there's a pretty good chance it's going to win an Oscar. Right. Um, which is great. I mean, anime is just blossoming all over again, especially here in America. Yep. And, I mean, I know there's been fans who've been throughout the years, but, I mean, it's getting limelight attention again, which is just great. I think that's about everything to mention in these nudes tidbits. Again, if you want to look up anything else, anything in-depth, there's better places to look than us. I don't want to try to compete with these places. Yeah. Um, we don't have we'll the time kinda, of the in day. In case you don't have the time, we'll just, we just kind of like to go over but, Yeah, just in case you didn't know, and now you can look it up if you want to know any more information. So, again, right. live-action Full Metal Alchemist, live-action Gintama... Season 2 of Attack on Titan, all these things are getting released next year. So it's yep. going to be a pretty, pretty big year for some anime. Definitely. Um, and again, don't worry, if nothing else, Dragon Ball Super is never going to end. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it takes another, like, 10-year hiatus. It's, it's Pokemon. It never, it it's never, never going. it's, it's going to be a week off here and there, but you're never going to be like, wait until next year for the next season. Nope, it is going forever. Yeah. At least until Toriyama dies. Because I'm not sure <laughs> if they're going to let him get away this time. I think after he dies, it's probably just going to get overflown. There's like, we're never going to stop. <laughs> we're going to get Dragon Ball Super GT. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Super Gut. Super Gut. Don't, don't upset the phones. Well, alrighty then. I believe that's pretty much every single thing that we have to talk about today. Um, oh, yeah. So, we'll be signing out. If you want to get in contact with us or just see what we have to offer... You can check us out on our website, our Facebook, and or our Twitter page, preferably all three. Um, we're going to have a huge pool of links down in the description. You can't see me do this. I'm aiming down, but you can't see it if you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud. But you can if you see this on YouTube, because yeah. that's where we're located, in all those places. Yeah. YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Well, mm-hmm. iTunes, hopefully, within the end of this week. Um, so is there anything else you want to add? No, that's pretty much it. Do you want to harp on any more places they can find us? I don't know. I don't think there's any more you wanna, places they can find us. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to threaten them if they don't go to our website? Yeah, I mean, I can do. Beat them with a stick. <laughs> beat them with a stick. Grenade launcher. Don't <laughs> mess with us. We'll beat you up. Watch our stuff. Alrighty. So until next time, I'm Daniel, and I'm Aaron, and we'll see you later. Peace.